All right, good morning. We have uh, here in beautiful Tipton, Indiana, uh, Central Indiana, we've got our vert, our own color consultant, Emily King. Uh, Emily, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good. Hey, so we've got some exciting things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about color, but before we talk about color, congratulations on two years with Heritage. And so it's been, it's been awesome to have you here. It's been a learning journey for all of us and uh, just a building process. And I think that uh, you've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about you. And Definitely I can tell you, we are still not tapping into the Emily that I know is there and uh, probably to the fullest. So, you know, hopefully in the near future, I can figure out how to do that better. So, uh, so anyhow, thanks for being with us. And you serve our client in uh, some of the hardest things that they do. And that is color, color, picking a color. Yep. And so we've got some questions we've written to kind of just talk about. She's written some of these questions. But before we uh, go deep into your questions, I just want to let's break down what is the process of selecting a color when a client accepts a job with us? What is the process that they go through in selecting a color? So when a client first coming into acceptance, I'm calling them, reaching out to them, and then trying to figure out, like, Hey, do you need, like, how much help do you need? Yeah. So is it just a matter of, like, I need to go out there and have a color consultation with them? Right. Um, if they're doing any matches, which sometimes I'm still going out to meet with them just to confirm. Um, or they already have colors in mind, and that's that's good because it's easy. You, you put the color information in, and, and, then, and then they're off. Right. Um, and then also, you know, making sure the deposit is on file. Um, and those two things are have to be on file before we can schedule. Yep. What people don't client. realize and, and what you do so well at is you as soon as we see that in that top line of accepted that they that salesperson's uh, built that relationship and they've uh, landed that person to be, you know, to be painted from us, you call them. People don't understand that you're then going to kind of hold the hands between the project consultant and then you're the next person to hold their hand all the way through the process. You're calling them to schedule, figure out what level of mm -hmm. need they have. So, mm -hmm. And those levels could be, like you said, do they need just a color book? Do they need a match? Do they have old paint in the garage that's frozen that we're going to have to try to figure yeah. out? And people <laughs> don't know. Sometimes they don't even know where their paint is. Sure. And... Um, and so you'll maybe go out and do a discovery, but that it sometimes it doesn't require a visit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it requires a visit to the dungeon basement. Yep. And sometimes it requires a visit not only with your color uh, matching tool, but you know your swatches. So okay, so now we're at the house, or or we've discovered the color. Then what happens? I mean, just kind of talking to the client, figuring out you know what color scheme they're wanting. If mm -hmm. they're just going with the same color they want to brighten up the space if they want to put accent colors in um and just kind of getting a feel for how they want their space to be in in the end okay i didn't write this down as a question but we ask ourselves all the time we try to put ourselves in the client's um shoes and we ask ourselves all the time what are the questions that the client is asking right we write all these questions down what are they asking mm -hmm. so what are the questions that people ask you all the time what's trending okay that, i mean that is the number one question and it drives you nuts it drives me nuts. <laughs> because because it's like this is your space 
Yeah. I mean, even if you go with something that's trending, it could go with your space. Right. But sometimes, I mean, you could have a very warm and inviting theme in your house, but like the trending color at that point in time could be a cool gray with a blue undertone. Right. And that might not necessarily fit your decor, your style, your persona. Um, So many, I mean, right now, very Joanna Gaines has made the farmhouse popular, right? And everybody wants to take a uh, 1970s ranch Mm -hmm. and turn it into a farmhouse, right? And so that doesn't necessarily fit that. But, um, or the other thing that's really popular on the exterior is, you know, black gutters, white body. And so everybody's painting their brick. Mm -hmm. Thanks to Joanna Gaines, you know, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, painting their brick. And uh, that doesn't always fit. So, so that what's trending question, and I get that a lot from realtors, you know, what's popular and uh, they want to know because they want to have, what, what, what are they, what are they really asking? I don't know if it's just like what's popular as like a starting point. Yeah. And then you can maybe just venture out from that color one way or another. Yep. So I'm not sure if. Or if it's just like, what's trending? Like, oh, well, these people have used this color. I'm going to use it. Yeah. And then that's just kind of, I think that kind of leads into, you know, is this a safe decision? And yeah. is it always safe? And like telling you earlier. Yeah. So safe. we've got that down as another kind of, is it a pet peeve that they ask that question? Not really. I just feel like sometimes it's just like, you know, you're hiring a paint company to come out and paint you're investing your time and money into this project into your home and yeah and you just want to go with a white like to me that's just that's just boring like you're spending the time to do this and like investing your money like not necessarily go bold like Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like yeah paint your whole house purple but like do something that you like Mm-hmm. That is going to fit in your space and that you're going to want, you know, something that is inviting where you're coming home every day after work and it's not, yeah. you're not just walking in and just seeing white walls. Right, right, right. And now to the people who do like white, mm-hmm. um, 20 years ago, uh, my wife and I, we bought white kitchen cabinets, right? Mm-hmm. Today she has white cabinets. Mm-hmm. If we were to be painting those cabinets, she would paint them like white again, you know? And so, White has a classic, right? Mm -hmm. White and blacks are classic, right? And so um, sometimes um, some people feel that that white is their go-to. And so Mm -hmm. that's part of the discovery, right? What is this person's taste? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so it's really critical. And I think you have, we have some tools that help you draw that out of the client Mm -hmm. and discover um, how, how do you draw, how do you draw that out of the client? This wasn't written down question, but how do you draw that out of the client? I mean, just getting a feel for, um, you know, if they're like moving into a fresh home of how they want, do they want a bright space, something clean, um, or do they want something like that's more warm, kind of relaxed? Mm -hmm. Um, So just asking that just to figure out, Mm -hmm. you know, how they're going to be living in their space. Yeah. Is it just... You know, it's it's just there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a house. Yeah, or it's just kind of like 
Like this is our home. Yeah. Like, is it a rental? Is it their home that they're going to live in? Mm-hmm. The things I think about, and I know you think about these things all the time, are what are the things that are that are staying? We're not touching these things, yep. right? Like the flooring. I was in a house yesterday. Uh, they were using uh, a, a accessible or agreeable gray, which is kind of a um, earth tone gray. Mm-hmm. For those of you that know, it's a very popular color. Uh, but they have an earth tone tile. Mm-hmm. And I think it was an L- earth tone LVL or LVT, uh, you know, vinyl plank. And so it, it worked, mm-hmm. right? And the trim was existing. We weren't painting the trim. So the trim was an earth, earth tony uh, trim. So it worked. Um, it was best. Maybe you, I, I think you probably helped with that color. Uh, but that, that was a home. So let's go into this. Uh, and with that specific house, that house was all completely pla- painted like stark white. Mm-hmm. no color at all in the house. So, and they had just purchased the home. So tell me that goes into that kind of one of the other questions is what does that conversation look like between realtors and homeowners? And because, um, uh, the homeowner make it personalized. Yep. Okay. So go talk to me about that. So like when working with a realtor, I mean, your, your sole goal is to fill a space knowing like this is going to help you sell sell the house sell the property um when it comes to a homeowner like you either already have gotten to that point you've just bought the house um i mean some owners do you know they are selling it or you know five years down the line they're selling it but when it comes to a homeowner you know pick colors that knowing that you're still going to be living there or this is your forever home pick colors that you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. that you're gonna like living with Mm-hmm. Not just something, just to put something up on a wall and cover some marks or something. Mm-hmm. Like, make it your home. Um, and then, yeah, and as far as, like, realtors, I mean, it's just, like, is this going to sell? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we see a lot of repeat clients, and uh, and even in my own personal life, I have a young uh, a daughter who has, we painted her bedroom four times in the time. Now she's graduated, and so... Here she was when she was really little and her, her well, actually, I'm going to say five because when she was a baby, we brought her home and it was this very light, like purple color and uh, like some Bingham uh, decor. And then we went to a new room and it was a light pink. And then we went to a teenage, mid middle school teenage room. It was purple. And then we went into um, her final last one was, was just a simple gray. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was repose gray. And so you know, there's an evolution of that. And, uh, uh, do you have any fun stories of kind of the relationships that you've built with people about that? This is, I didn't ask you this question, so maybe you can think of about that, but, um, so let's go into one of these questions. Uh, uh, how does our process for, um, you know, helping a client pick their color? How does that process is, how is that reflected in our core values as a company? I know you said relationships. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is huge for me because I've always said since, you know, starting doing this for the company is I know our goal is to get the callers, but like for me, it's to build that relationship. So we have those clients come back. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm meeting with a client, it's not just like, Hey, how are you? Let's pick a caller. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't want that. Um, I, you know, I, not like I'm just going to sit down with the client and learn about their whole life. Right. But it's just getting to know the client, you know, 
sit down, talk to them, just have a mutual mm-hmm. just kind of connection between the, between each other. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's relationships. What else would you say in our core values? I know I said integrity mm-hmm. and I didn't really explain that, but I think just um, going with our word, you know, mm-hmm. we don't make promises, but at least going with our word and making sure that the end result is and the whole process through is what we've said from the very beginning. Yep. Yeah. And, and so when one of the things that we do after the client has selected a, um, a color, we actually send them a color confirmation uh, change order. We call it color confirmation change order and they sign off on that. Mm-hmm. So then that helps, you know, that just puts it out there and says, this is, everybody's talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's not like, Oh, we forgot since seven thirty yeah. last night when we were at your house and I slept eight hours since mm-hmm. then. And, uh, it's, it's so that they're getting an opportunity to keep us accountable, which is again, another core value accountability. Uh, we're ke- also keeping them accountable with that. Um, and so the other thing I think, Emily, we talked about this is, uh, the excellence, right? Excellent communication, uh, providing excellent service. It starts with the first phone call, mm-hmm. uh, it, then, then the salespeople, the project consultants coming out and then, then you're there. It's, um, there are times there are companies that just leave, um, the homeowner out to dry, like go mm-hmm. figure it out. Like here's a color deck, figure it out. Here's a color deck, go figure it out. Some people want that level, but some people want more of a handhold, right? And so we, the relationships and the excellence, um, providing excellent products, providing excellent service and excellent communication. And then, like you said, the integrity. So love that. Those are great things. So to the color confirmation, I'm glad that we have that as part of our process because Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely eliminated issues that we had kind of came across in the Mm -hmm. past Mm -hmm. of I think there was one where a client wanted flat but Mm -hmm. we were putting satin and so it's just kind of like we didn't have that process at the time to actually get that confirmed have them you know sign off on it Um, so now that we do Mm -hmm. and it's like if something happens after that then it's you know we have that all in writing and we can figure out you know how to get past that better than what we what we did in the past yeah yeah so um so many little little things that we've learned and and honestly there we've learned them from our own failures mm-hmm. right and our own inconsistencies or other things that we've learned um you know that we've kind of had to shift and adjust for and i'm sure there'll be things that we'll learn down the road yep. so um let's talk about um uh, what, what should a client know when, when they're thinking about, so one of the things, virtual rendering, what should a client know when they're thinking about virtual rendering? And so this is on the outside of the house. Now we're looking at the outside of the house. They want to be able to see the color. We have that service, which I think is just an amazing service. We can put onto the, a picture of the outside of their house, the color that they're suggesting. What, what are some things that they should be thinking about when they are looking at that virtual render? Um, well, the number one is just to keep in mind that it is, it's digital. It's Mm -hmm. not like, yes, they like 99% of the time they're accurate, Mm -hmm. but it sometimes it's like, um, the picture that was taken the day of the estimate, the, the lighting that is reflected in there could be completely different from when say the project was completed 
but then that lighting is different on that day or yep. the lighting was different when the product was going on. Or you're looking at it on a computer monitor, which is completely yeah. different than computer, maybe even your, your phone. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, obviously like that's how yeah. we do look at them. But right. To keep that in mind, that is, it is going to distort the color accuracy just a little bit, mm -hmm. not like drastically, yep. but it's, it's, still not going to be like when when i meet with a client i always tell them like just to keep in mind like this is digital yep it's just to give you an idea because like the render is just to give you an idea of what that color family or scheme mm -hmm. could look like it's, yeah so we send them an email that kind of spells this out yep. and they can read that email some of them read it some of them don't yep. they read through that email and it says but let's say they're 30 percent sure they want this you know color white mm -hmm. let's say show he white 30 mm percent -hmm. mm -hmm. then the virtual render gets them to 75 percent mm -hmm. you know right mm -hmm. and so just and then they have another a friend who says oh yeah that looks great now they're at 99 yeah, percent yeah, yeah. you know and then once they see the color then you know so you're 99 percent sure mm -hmm. or you're whatever it is you know so mm -hmm. a virtual rendering is just kind of to help the push the meter mm -hmm. to more confidence. And that's the people that are struggling. Mm -hmm. It's really about just building that confidence and using all of the tools available to you to, um, you know, to build that confidence. So now that brings me to another thing. You talked about lighting mm -hmm. and color, and that's, I love, love, love this conversation. So what is the number one factor when choosing a color? Lighting. Lighting. Whether that's, natural lighting when yep. it comes to exteriors or interiors, you know, having it shine through your windows and then ambient lighting, which is, you know, your, your light fixtures, your lamps, your, I mean, anything that is a light fixture in your house. Mm -hmm. And so that plays a huge factor, especially with the, the hues of the light. If you have yellow hued lighting mm -hmm. or warmer tones, that's going to cast and reflect a warmer kind of reflection into the paint that you choose right so i always suggest to a client to not do something with too much of like a yellow undertone because mm -hmm. then having that yellow warm lighting in that space is gonna make it more yellow more and yellow. once the whole space is painted that way you're probably gonna second guess your 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 thoughts sure so um but when it's more like you know bright white lighting then it's more true right. to, to color that right. you have and taking that like so one of our one of the tools that we have that we make available to all of our clients are the uh, eight by tens mm -hmm. um we'll mail them straight to your house um or and we and m has a, a whole book full of these um most popular ones yeah <laughs> quote unquote most popular ones and so um but then you're holding that up in a shadowed back corner of the house or you're taking it out by a window mm -hmm. And holding it next to the trim and uh, okay see how it looks next to the stained trim eh, you know that's gonna mm -hmm. fight against each other or whatever and so you hold it in all you know different locations that really helps you kind of go I like it or don't like mm -hmm. it you know so yeah because there's some and some clients too it's like in each space the lighting's different mm. so if we're doing one color throughout the house Sometimes that's not always bad because it's just kind of like you might like the hallway in the main areas of the house. It might look like a lighter color because the lighting's different. Mm -hmm. 
But then if you go, like, your master bedroom has, like, more warmer tones and lighting. The color, it's the same color, mm-hmm. but it looks different. Yeah. And sometimes that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, but, but lighting is huge. Lighting is a big thing. And so 15 years, 10, 15 years ago, accent walls were super popular. Are they popular today? What are you, what are you hearing in the field? Uh, I would probably say out of our client base, 30%. Okay. I can't say what our client base is, but yeah, yeah. like it's like one out of four clients. If you had four clients in front of you, maybe one out of four of those clients want an accent wall. Okay. And I think when I first started this, I was like for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, you know, accent wall would look nice just to have. But like the, the more I've done this process, it de- really depends on the space and where the accent wall is going. Right. So if we're doing accent walls, I mean, there could be, you know, maybe um, like you have a fireplace in your living room, like maybe that wall that's like surrounding the fireplace. Okay. But you really have to be like particular of where it's going and not just randomly putting it somewhere. Right, right. But I also think that doing a solid color and mm-hmm. then adding more of an accent in your decor, your furniture, uh, accent pillows, curtains, mm-hmm. rugs. I feel like that is better than trying to stress over picking an accent color for a wall. Sure, sure, sure. All right, Em, so let's talk about uh, undertones on a color, okay? Mm-hmm. So talk. To, I, you're going to have to geek out on that for a minute, so mm-hmm. get me started. Undertones are, I mean, it's, it's a thing. Yes. I, I don't think a lot of people either – they just don't know about it or they're it's hard for them to see unless someone is like showing them. Okay. So, I mean, like when a client comes to me and says, I want white, then I always is like, okay, I'll meet with you tomorrow at whenever time, because when it comes to the white family, like these are all considered whites. And that's one family of product. That's sure. And we've got, you know, however many whites here with hundreds of, of whites. Yeah. So, I mean, it's even from here, I mean, you have more of like, you know, you have off whites that have more of, you know, tan undertones, gray undertones. You also have some that have blue undertones, which is actually kind of nice because if someone wants a blue, but not, um, you know, too dark, yep. they just want it very subtle, very light. Um, I always go to this strip here. Hmm. And Sherwin-Williams, just because it's it has those blue undertones. Some of them have kind of a green undertone. Um, but back to the like the lighting question, that also does play a factor um, in how these, how prominent these are. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, having yellow-hued lighting reflect, you know, yep. with these that are already yellow. I mean, that could really make the space just... So here's a perfect story, perfect real life story. Jennifer and I move into our new home, our new to us home. We remodel. We got it brandly, freshly remodeled. Um, we painted an off white. This is 20, 20 years ago. We painted an off white, um, kind of a beigey color because that was really popular. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we bring in our brand new couches. Yep. The couches were green, like it had a hint of undertone. 
of green. And then I realized, oh my gosh, this beige color has an undertone of pink, of red mm -hmm. or pink mm -hmm. in it. And it just was not right. Yep. And, uh, and so we ended up, I, you know, she's married to a painter. So yeah. painted it all again. <laughs> And we got the right undertone that time. Mm -hmm. And that was part of my first discovery of undertones and really realization. The other part of that is in our dining room, which was right next to it, uh, we actually painted. A, 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 and these were PPG colors. I can't remember off the top of my head what they were. Uh, they were very popular. I remember them being used by a custom home builder and me seeing them there. So, uh, you know, to those of you that are trying to decide, going to these home shows, going to these events, obviously talking to our experts. Uh, you know, is is a value seeing them on our website, seeing them on our social media pages. But um, at that time, you know, there wasn't Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there wasn't some of these things, and uh, I barely had knew anything about the internet. Uh, but anyhow, we um, um, we painted our dining room a light green, and the living room was a light beige, but a green undertone. Mm -hmm. And when you sat, the corners came together the drywall corners came together there. You would sit at the right time of the day, the lighting coming in in front of that living room. Like I literally could not tell the difference. Yeah. And I have a good color eye. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell the difference between where the color stopped and started. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. And it that, that kind of thing makes color really fun, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, you seeing, so those undertones matter a ton. Oh, they matter. Yep. So you got to see it with your furniture, the things you, you might be thinking, well, we're going to be changing that couch. Okay. You know, well, let's see the, at least a piece of furniture mm -hmm. from the, or a piece of material from that future couch. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so we don't want to make a mistake with that. So well, even speaking on green, I mean, like there's greens in here that are the bases of them are more gray, mm -hmm. but it maybe just has like a drop of, of green. Mm -hmm. And so, like you like green, but don't want to go too bold of a green. Yep. Then it's just like that would be yep. that would be a good color to to go with. Yep. Um, and here with this with this book, the Sherwin book, you know, I I you go here with a blue, more of a blue swatch, and you might be looking at this color by itself at the top, but then if you look at this the whole line as a whole, you can see the undertone, and you can see where it started, right? And so this. Uh, here's one that has a little bit more, you know, a little bit more green as you go along or a little bit more blue, or you get into these uh, over here, a little bit more red. And if you just see it as by itself, you might not see that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but then you see it as a, as a whole, then you can kind of begin to see that. So we that's even, a great conversation. Go ahead. Well, even sometimes too, um, I could be going through here picking like maybe like two swatches for a client. But then we go to like hold the two swatches together, and mm. then that's where you can really see the undertones of like this being more green yep. versus this being more gray. Yep. And so then that, because like, I mean, I can tell you when I bring this to a client and they're like, oh my gosh, they freak out because there's so many colors. But when it comes to that of like showing two swatches next to each other, then you can eliminate like, okay, I don't want it too green. Right. Like I like this one better. Right. Then that is kind of like that helps the process a little bit. Um, and it, I mean, I know it's a lot of colors, but mm -hmm. I always tell a client like it's very easy to narrow down mm -hmm. to a few than it is to just like picking out of the whole green family. Right, right, right. Um, 
So, okay, next question. Another question you've got here is, does the size of the room matter? It does. Tell me about that, because I don't know that I've ever really... So, like, if a, if a space... Let's say it's for, like, bathrooms, for instance. Uh-huh. Like, um, more than that, they're, they're small. Yep. So, there's no windows. You're yep. not getting the natural okay. lighting that's coming through. You're basing it solely on your light fixtures. Yep. So, um, with that, you don't want to pick something that's too dark. Yep. Um, and you also, you want to take into consideration, like, if you have wood trim. Yep. That's also kind of making the space a little bit smaller. Sure. If we're updating the trim, priming, painting it, and going white. Yep. That in itself is going to make the space feel kind of bigger. Yep. But, um, but if you have, like, a more open concept then it is okay to go like halfway up or halfway down in yep. the color strip because you have, so you have a lot of windows, you have a sliding back door, you have curtains, but they're, they're open all the time. Yep. So if you have open spaces that have more natural lighting, then you're okay to go farther down on the strip without, it being too dark and mm-hmm. making the space feel yeah. smaller. You de- so again, the lighting is such mm-hmm. a big thing and, and that's how the size of the room and that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So the size of the room, it always depends on your lighting. Yeah. So I'm going to throw in another question here that wasn't on the list. And that is, what do I do with my closets? What do I do with my closets? And I'm going to answer this one. Uh, I don't know how you answer this, but this is how I always answer. And I was just answering this yesterday and the day before with other clients is, is my recommendation, you, you can paint the closet the same room, the color as what you're painting in the room, but my recommendation is to paint the closet the same color as your trim, so and with the same product. And so um, you get, if your trim is a white, um, so if your trim is stained, then that's a whole different conversation. You might then just paint it with a, a simple white satin finish. Um, uh, but I don't, my opinion, and everybody has their own opinion, my opinion is you never really want to paint the color of your closet the same as your room, uh, unless it's maybe a master master closet, master bedroom closet where it's a big walk-in, mm. maybe there. But if you paint it white, semi-cloth, trim, you know, level white, it's one, it's more durable. Um, two, once you get all that stuff in there, right? Yeah. You're not going to see, see it. it. You're not going to see it. And um, and so, and then it's bright. Mm-hmm. Some closets have lights. Some closets don't. Mm-hmm. And so you want it to be bright. You want it to be durable, bright. And the last thing you want to do is repaint it. Mm-hmm. Because what is what do you have to do to repaint it? Take everything out. Pull all that <laughs> crap out of there, right? <laughs> and so, you know, and that can, for some of us, we're like, oh, man, that's the biggest job. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's kind of wrap things up here. Um and the last question I've got here is uh, one of the things we do is we talk about, uh, we like to interact about what are your dreams, okay? So we have we read the book Dream Manager, which is a great book, and uh, I'd like to have this conversation because I'm a dreamer, right? Uh, not everybody dreams at a different, at the same level, but I think we all have dreams. Mm-hmm. And so I've prepared you for this question. You've been thinking for about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You've had Maybe like several two seconds. weeks. You've had several <laughs> weeks to think about this. What are your dreams? What do you dream about? I mean, apart from heritage, what are things that you dream about? Um, I think my major one is just being successful in life. Hmm. Um, 
financially, uh, physically, mentally. Um, I think over time we get caught up in like the little things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the little things matter, but I feel like some stuff is really out of our control. So trying to kind of overlook that, push through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, being successful, I think, is at least with what comes to mind mm-hmm. before anything else is being successful in life in all aspects of life. Mm. Um, so the next question, and you don't have to answer this, we'll answer this offline, is what is it going to require of you to do that? And we'll, we'll talk about that. And, and I'm excited to help kind of walk through that with you to help you conquer that, right? And, uh, and so uh, who defines success? That's another thing, that, another question that I would ask myself. Who's defining that success? Ourself. Or, you know, you can, dis- you can answer that with, well, a person could say, you know, I'm defining that. I'm answering that question. I think that's fair. Uh, I would probably add to that for me is God gives me that. Per- you know, he tells me whether if I'm successful. And so I am, am being obedient to that. So, but that's awesome. I love that. I'm looking forward to helping you be successful. Yeah in life. So thank you for being with us and, uh, and, uh, and uh, looking forward to hopefully this being an encouragement to those of you. Uh, we're not just painters, uh, not just a painter and uh, we're color consultants and virtual renderers and, and lots of things. And so, uh, thanks for paying attention. Hopefully this has encouraged you today. Thanks. Thanks.